Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, Everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Big Show fans. Randy here with a show note about today's podcast. This is an encore edition of the John Boy and Billy Big Show that originally aired on November the 13th, 2019. Back when we could still high five and shake hands and we could tell for sure if that girl with the beautiful brown eyes was smiling when she walked by. (sighs) Anyway, enjoy the show. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Here is Blake. Let's work. Get up. It is Wednesday, November the 13th. We got John Boy and Billy. Now I see Pillars and Terry and Tater and Jackie. And behind the glass, all right then. Ready to go. Today is World Kindness Day. So you be kind to the world, or the world's supposed to be kind to you. Oh no, it never works out like that. Either. We're not uh, off to a good start. It's about, yeah. about a useless day. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> so at least one of us is not really on board with it yet. We'll see how it goes. Right on by the world, isn't the world that? All right, it's National Indian Pudding Day. All right. I don't think that sounds too politically correct. Get an Indian to make you pudding. Hmm. Well, it depends on what you want in it. Yeah, it depends on which <laughs> India it comes from. Yeah. Oh, I guess so. So it says it's a cold weather classic. It's a traditional New England dessert. Oh, then it's the wrong kind of Indian. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. Andy, behind the glass up from New England. Is that y'all got the Indians up here? <laughs> you got you like the pudding? How's the pudding? <laughs> All right. Well, I would read it, but it looks like a lot of words. And You're just never going to eat Indian pudding. What are you worried about? <laughs> this is the last time you'll think about it for your entire life. I guess you're right. I'll give with Andy let him tell me about yeah. it a little bit. All right. Well, I got saved up three days in history. Those will be important. I'll get you ready to win our first prize pack. Get you set up. In minutes, big shows on the radio. <laughs> 
Good morning, John Boy Billing Gang with you here Wednesday morning. First prize pack, a happy herd prize pack. You know, happy herd makes the best attractants, minerals, and feed for deer, bear, and hogs in the hunting industry. If you aren't using one of the six flavors of happy herd coat all, you better hope your neighbors aren't either. Go to thebigshow.com, click on the happy herd link, enter code JBB at checkout, and you get 10% off. All right, let's do three dates in history where we get our categories. November 13th, it was 1995. Officials at a Danish veterinary hospital in Copenhagen announced discovery of history's first known green cat. Green cat. Whoa. You know what? They probably raised him on Indian pudding. That's probably what it was. <laughs> yeah. We've got a green cat. That's how they would announce it. Right, right. Vet said the green would not wash out, mm. and the two-month-old kitten's color might be caused by a metabolism defect. Metabolism. Well, that sounds made up. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't take that for an answer. Metabolism? How do you say that? Metabolism. Metabolism, yeah. You but... know, that thing you don't have much of left. Oh, we got how to pronounce yeah, it. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, owner Pia Bischoff named her kitty Miss Greeny. Oh, boy. Way to think it through. <laughs> Green cat. All right. Move up to 06, a nine-year-old boy whose mom passed out while driving on a busy highway, hopped into her lap, stopped the car, and called 911. Jimmy Stevens, whose two younger siblings were in the back seat, said he learned how to stop the car by watching his mother, Letitia. The family honored Jimmy with a special dinner at Red Lobster. Red Lobster? Really? <laughs> what about Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> really? All right, and finally, it was on this date in 09, NASA announces the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter uh, probes found significant amounts of water close to the south pole of the moon. Water would be an important constituent needed to develop and establish a lunar space station. Yes. So near the south pole of the moon. All right, and well, there's our categories. 1-800-BIG-SHOWS, your toll-free line. We play Outburst next. And our video today, brought to you by Nickel Store in Rock Hill, South Carolina, your hunter's paradise. Everything, and I mean everything. Guns, ammo, clothes, dead fans, got it all. Take it out. And we got the best lawyer TV ad ever. Our video of the day right there at thebigshow.com. Check it out and get a chance. And right now, get our home day winning Let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing Outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Contestant number one is Dale from Roanoke, Virginia. We'll have a big show time. 
Good morning, Dale. Good morning. Hey, man, welcome. All right. Coming in hot out of Roanoke, having legs up in your head. Let's breeze through the categories. That's our plan. You ready, buddy? Yes, sir. All right. In five seconds, we need three animal babies. Ready, go. Uh, Kitten, puppy, calf. Bam! All right. Now, Dale, we're looking for three special places for dinner. Ready, go. Outback, Olive Garden, Red Lobster. Special. And for the win, three things you can drink. Ready, go. Water, uh, juice, iced tea. And that's Dale Com Cool Collective out of Roanoke. Winning the Happy Herd prize pack. We'll get it to you, buddy. Rajo. Thank you very much. Right now, it's your news. Then, in about 20 minutes, it's our latest roundup of dumb crook news. Hope this isn't your news. on the radio. Mind y'all, our early morning risers, and it is Operation Christmas Child Time. A little later this morning, we'll be talking to Randy Riddle, a special guest, Operation Christmas Child. National Collection Week begins next Monday. Uh, so, man, I can't believe we've been partnering with Samaritan's Purse for 15 years now. Operation Christmas Child, thanks to you, Big Show listeners, a big part of this. And we got all the details you need. Just go to thebigshow.com. Uh, first, you'll see our video of the day. That's the best lawyer TV ad ever. <laughs> Made Pillars laugh. I like it. Oh, you got him an idea. He handles <laughs> very specific legal problems. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, as always, at thebigshow.com, first thing you see, our brand new video of the day. Then just scroll right down. There it is, Samaritan's Purse. Click on that link. It'll take you right to Operation Christmas Child website and everything you need to know to become a part of this with us. All right. Thank y'all for your support. Check it out at thebigshow.com. Big shows on the radio. How do you hump day, November the 13th? We about 20 minutes away from Tatertainment News. Count the minutes, hang on for that. Right now, it's time for Dumb Crook News. Dumb Crook Story sent in from you, the Big Show listener, and the address will follow this report. When two Atlanta men got into a fight, a news crew from WAGA-TV was right on top of the action 
In fact, they were the action. The fight was between two of the TV station's cameramen. (laughs) The pair had gotten into a disagreement earlier in the day and while setting up for a live story on a local bank robbery, an argument broke out that turned into a fist fight. By the time police arrived to break up the fight, one of the men had pulled a knife and stabbed the other, and both were headed for jail. The only camera reporter was not involved in the incident. She reportedly finished setting up the equipment and did the live report on the bank robbery all by herself. Get out of the way, you idiots. (laughs) A man who tried to rob a branch of SunTrust Bank in Cleveland, Ohio, ended up fleeing empty-handed. The problem, he tried to pull the robbery from inside his car at the drive-thru window. The teller says the man pointed a gun out the window of his car and said, send out the money adding that he had a bomb in the car with him. So when the teller dropped behind the counter and pulled the blinds, the man drove away. It's like John Boy turned to a life of crime. <laughs> no, no, oh. I ain't got to get out of the car and walk in there and do it. Send the money out here in that old tube deal. Uh, oh, hey. I got a bomb, too. I forgot to say that. A Westport, Connecticut man was arrested after he brought a chainsaw into a local restaurant and carved his initials into the floor. The man told police he knew the owner of the place, who was he sure would find the stunt hilarious. Well, it sounds hilarious. What he didn't know is that his friend had recently sold the restaurant to another man who had no idea who the chainsaw comedian was. So he didn't find find it nearly as charming, I'm guessing. A New York man and his wife were killed in a natural gas explosion that severely damaged their home One day later, city officials sent a letter to the dead husband demanding that he clean up the damage immediately. The letter said the responsibility to take such action is yours, and because of the severity of the condition, the work must begin immediately. Mm. The Brooklyn Buildings Department apologized for the error and said condolences to the couple's family. And then asked when they're going to start cleaning up. A student activist from Oshkosh, Wisconsin was running for the state legislature on a privacy platform demanding stronger internet privacy laws. Well, his campaign ended early after he was arrested for stealing another man's identity (laughs) (laughs) and taking more than two grand from his bank account. Now, I did that to prove a point. (laughs) Well, he was caught after a teller at the bank where the ID theft took place spotted him campaigning on a local TV show. Wow. They should send the crew over from Atlanta (laughs) to record it. A talkative waiter at an IHOP restaurant in Carrollton, Texas, annoyed all the cops who stopped in for a bite by talking to them nonstop to the point where he was interfering with their meals. Well, his salary at IHOP was apparently not enough to make ends meet, so the chatty clerk decided to take a second job. He robbed a nearby bank. One of the officers reviewing the bank's security video immediately recognized the face on the tape, telling fellow officers, hey, it's that guy from the IHOP that won't shut up. (laughs) The cops took a picture to the restaurant, got the suspect's name and address, and arrested him. (laughs) Sure, he's making new friends right now. Well, a man entered the one-stop grocery in Kenee, Alaska, shoved his hand in his pocket as if he had a gun, and shouted, everybody freeze, don't move. You know what that means. Well, apparently not. 
The store's employees and patrons completely ignored him. (laughs) Undaunted, the man snatched a six-pack of beer from the cooler and shouted again, You people don't understand. I really mean it. (laughs) Well, the people in the store were still unimpressed. Though one customer approached the hold-up man and told him he could get in trouble for talking like that. (laughs) Witnesses say the suspect finally got tired of being ignored, shouted a few expletives, (laughs) and fled. Well, he didn't get any respect, and he also didn't get any beer. Witnesses say he left the six-pack behind. I practice this and everything. You're ruining it. Everybody's not cut out for a lighter crack. Well, a man in Phoenix, Arizona, jumped into an unattended Dodge at a car wash and took off. The man had no idea he had just stolen an unmarked police car. (laughs) He also failed to notice a marked police car sitting in line a couple of cars back. After a brief pursuit, the second officer nabbed the thief and recovered the unmarked cruiser. (laughs) And finally, an Alberta, Canada man pled guilty to impersonating a police officer. The suspect had stolen several items of police equipment and approached a local prostitute pretending to be a cop and trying to convince her to give him a, quote, freebie. Unfortunately, the hooker really was an undercover cop and quickly put an end to the masquerade. (laughs) If you got dumb crook news, mail to dumb crook news, John Bowen Billy, P.O. Box 19111, Charlotte NC 28219. Uh, email anybody but me at thebigshow.com. Still another prize pack for you in less than 30 minutes from right now, y'all. <laughs> it's a big show. Oh, let somebody better tell me than me. Tell you than me. All right. John Boy Billy Big Show, that's still speaking in me up to you. It's you, Marcel. What am I doing? Well, when I'm not hanging up on racing fat boy and trying to cure babs of her terminal blondness, I'm listening to my two favorite straight white southern boys, John Boy and Billy on the Big Show. Oh, Marcel, just stop. No, I won't tell Randy you said hello. on the radio in about 20 minutes john boy jeopardy big 100 dollars gift card from the home depot up for our winner you know the job of a pro is changing there are more jobs within a job less time to do them so the home depot is changing too by bringing you the things you need to get the job done easier faster and up to your standards capabilities like same day delivery tool and truck rentals and job lot quantities the Home Depot, more saving, more doing. All right. And our girl Tater's getting ready to do a same-day delivery. A lot of tatertainment quantities. We focus on the quantity part of that. I'm stalling just a few more minutes, Tater, okay. that might help. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
<laughs> that are never you're making them expect more, and that's, <laughs> that's, that's bad. That's right. <laughs> uh, you're up right after this musical interlude. Fine. Good morning. The Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, John Boy Jeopardy will be played. Another winner will be made for that $100 gift card from the Home Depot. You catch out the job of a pro is changing. More jobs within a job. Less time to do them. You guys on the site know what I'm talking about. But Home Depot's changing, too, by bringing you the things you need to get the job done easier, faster, and up to your standards. Capabilities like same-day delivery, tool and truck rentals, and job lot quantities. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Play for that bad boy in just a sec. But right now, it's time for Tatertainment News. Here's our girl, Marcia Tater Moran. Hey, guys. Um, Madonna's in the news. What's Madonna doing? Run around naked again? She too old for that now? I don't yeah, think in Madonna's eyes. Right. Right. She is. <laughs> <laughs> She's got my new stage name, Madam. But anyway, that's hmm? not why she's in the news. And there's a picture of her. she got a lot of clothes. Oh, she got an eye patch. Is that just like for dress or somebody poke her nah, eye? No, that's just for dress. Oh, yeah. As far as you That's do. a great look. Well, a Florida man <laughs> is suing Madonna. Ah. He's suing her because he says that her 10.30 p.m. concert start time was too late for his early bird schedule. Well, <laughs> well. So apparently he filed a class action lawsuit and claims that he bought three tickets to see her in December. At uh, in Miami Beach, which was first scheduled to begin at 8:30, mm. and this is according to NBC.com, mm. but Madonna pushed back the time two hours. Whoa! And he no longer wanted to go. Ah, oh, flippity flu! <laughs> I'm old and I hate Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I have to say, give though, up sleeping time to yeah, see the concert. Yeah. I do understand if you are, you know, you expect the concert to start at eight thirty, and you're not given really a reason, that is like a medical, yeah. that yeah. two hours of just hanging out and waiting for her to uh, be on stage. That's what I take from the story. I would be upset. I don't know about a lawsuit, <laughs> but you know, idiots. And is that an eye patch? <laughs> <laughs> she must be injured. I hope she is. Ooh, um, let's see. Yeah, Justin yeah. Bieber also. Is suing Madonna. No, but he has cut a deal with a man who claimed that the singer assaulted him at the 2016 NBA Finals. I'm old and I hate Justin Bieber. <laughs> Tobias Cannon is the gentleman's name. He filed the suit shortly after the incident, and it took place outside a Cleveland hotel. And according to this police report, it started just out as a verbal dispute. And then Bieber grabbed a pair of expensive sunglasses off uh, Mr. Cannon's face um. and put them on. And then when Mr. Cannon took a picture of Justin wearing his sunglasses, the singer, uh, Justin Bieber, lost it. Just snapped, they said. And he grabbed Mr. Cannon by the shirt and began punching him repeatedly. Stop it. Take take my picture. And then the bodyguards jumped in once Mr. Cannon started to punch back. So that settlement has been uh, settled, but the terms of it were not disclosed. New mm. pair of sunglasses. I don't know. I would hope so, yeah. I don't know. Uh, um, oh, just a quickie. Uh, <laughs> it's just a quickie, I swear. I was wrong. Pillars, it can get worse. Yeah, uh, People <laughs> Magazine. <laughs> you know, you really stink at this. People <laughs> Magazine. <laughs> It's reporting that a lot of people made a big deal out of Meghan Markle appearing at England's remembrance ceremony on a totally different balcony than her in-laws. 
No, her in-laws came out one balcony, yeah, and Megan comes out on another balcony. But, 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 the royal family explained that they placed three people on each balcony, and priority <laughs> was given to the three queens, Elizabeth, Kate Middleton, and Camilla Pockabowles, mm. who's ah. Charles's wife. Yeah, uh, the three queens. Okay, so that was that. <laughs> <laughs> Abandoned bit. Abandoned bit. <laughs> Kanye West in the news. Uh, Why, you may ask? No reason. No ask. As usual. No, I, well, I, I, I think I saw this. He had a big you? church service, right? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the Hollywood Reporter. That may not be what she's talking about. She <laughs> no, seems but, kind of surprised about it. While he was there at his annual innovation festival, um, uh, actually, this was different than his church service. This has okay. to do with his clothing line. But he made a surprise appearance there and on the panel with discussion with the head designer of the Yeezy footwear. Oh, you know, all those are details, details. And Ka- Kanye is quoted as saying, Yeezy is the apple of apparel. I can't get that to rhyme or get it to work, but he's the apple of apparel. And then he told the crowd that he is going to run for president. And oh. the crowd laughed. Uh He's like, I'm going to run for president in 2024. So an eyewitness there reported that the audience went silent after Kanye got upset, shot back at the crowd. What y'all laughing at? (laughs) And then he stood there and glared at the crowd for what they said was an uncomfortable long period of time. Two hours and then they sued him. (laughs) (laughs) Now, when when he runs for president in 2024... Hollywood Reporter is reporting that he will have a new legal name, but it may not fit all the way on the ballot because the new legal name that he's going to change it to is Christian genius billionaire Kanye West. (laughs) Oh, man. I might go well, back to the English right. channel. Well, that's a lot better than what I had. <laughs> and my last story is poor Miley Cyrus. Mm. Poor, uh, poor Miley Cyrus. According to People Magazine... Her, her, her boyfriend has been wonderful, Cody Simpson, uh-huh. when then she realized that she really liked guys. Right. Yeah. He's been by her side during this whole recovery ordeal. Last month, Miley was sidelined due to tonsillitis, and then doctors discovered a more serious condition that required surgery on her vocal cords. I wonder cords. how she sounded with tonsillitis. <laughs> they were like, I'm not allowed to talk. I'm just about to sit here and eat ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> issue has set back her plans for touring next year. She's also unable to finish her album until the doctors give her the go-ahead. I wonder how she sounded trying to say. <laughs> but that hasn't stopped her from voicing herself on Instagram with her 101 million followers. She took a photo while she was at the gym and put a quote with it on vocal rest, but not my body. About vocal rest, y'all. Vocal rest, but not my but body. Not my body. Okay. I can work out like it's pretty cool. Like I work out, kind of works out. We hold its weights. I'm gonna get you in the MMA, baby girl. I love you, Daddy. I love you. Oh, <laughs> you all right? Was a wrap. I'm gonna ruin my voice trying to sound like my. <laughs> that was a lot of voices for one report. You gotta. Admit. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Chair Tater. I think I really report. sound like this now. <laughs> uh, well, let's see if we can get us a winner. Let's play John Boy Jeopardy. We need to review yesterday's question. We found out, according to the new Oxford American Dictionary, the word crapulent is actually a word that describes this human state. Drunk. Drunk. That's what is drunk. Crapulent. All right. 
Today's John Boy Jeopardy. The U.S. military is clearly the single largest buyer of explosives in the U.S. But because of their nightly, very extravagant fireworks displays, this very American corporation ranks as number two. Oh, Mark and Digger from Moonshine. They're always doing this thing with killer bees where they shoot bottle rockets at them. Good guess, but no. no. 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll-free line. We play John Boy Jeopardy. Next. <laughs> Good morning, it's a big show on the radio, humming to you, hum day. Not video of the day, the best lawyer TV ad ever. See if you agree, check it out at thebigshow.com. And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's Jimbo-Tepany. And now here he is, the man, the myth. The leg- legume? Oh, I'm sorry, legend. He's John Moore. The legume is a nut. I got you. Uh, I say hey to Greg from Charlotte, North Carolina. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, John Moore. What's up? <laughs> hey, buddy. You are, Greg, and you can win a $100 gift card from the Home Depot. Listen up. The U.S. military is clearly the single largest buyer of explosives in the U.S. But because of their nightly, very extravagant fireworks displays, this very American corporation ranks as number two. Oh, yikes. Um, I'm going to have to go for uh, uh, Mr. Mickey Mouse on uh, Walt Disney World. Are you saying Mickey Mouse personally or just basically Walt Disney World? Well, I'm just going to have to do the Walt Disney World. Well, well, it's Walt Disney World and the Walt Disney Land. i tell you what, let's just go with Walt Disney. (laughs) Please. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we can do that then. Well, wouldn't it be funny if it's not right? (laughs) At this point, maybe. (laughs) Show us Walt Disney. Those old Walt and... Disney World and Disneyland, they'll have him some fireworks. Every night, they? yeah, and they're huge. <laughs> Every yeah. night. Hey, well, look, I ain't telling Greg nothing he didn't already know, but you did get that $100 gift card from the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Think about us when you're spending that thing, Greg. Thank you, sir. All right, buddy. <laughs> Jump out, catch you up on your news right on the other side. Our time capsule for this November the 13th. And a call from the mayor, Desmond Seabit. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. 
The South's number one export. A beautiful supermodel. A bizarre rock musician. A mysterious disappearance. What was the twisted secret they shared? And where are they today? I'm Robert Stuck. Join me, and maybe you can help solve a mystery. Paulina Poritskova was born in a small village just outside Prague in 1967. Her stunning beauty made her the toast of Czechoslovakia. So much so, she left her native homeland in the early 1980s, emigrated to America. Paulina soon became the toast of the United States as well. Her face and figure were featured in hundreds of magazines, including the crowning jewel in any model's career, the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. At a party in 1989, Paulina met Rick Ocasek, leader of the Boston-based haircut rock band called The Cars. Eyewitnesses at the party say Paulina and Ocasek were inseparable that night and from then on. Shortly thereafter, Okasik's band split up after a long dry spell on the music charts. Meanwhile, Paulina's modeling jobs became less and less frequent. With the exception of a single high-profile campaign for Estee Lauder, she has been virtually invisible since meeting Okasik. At a party in 1993, Paulina and Okasik serviced again. Paulina wore a small gold band on the third finger of her left hand. She was also carrying a small bundle, which eyewitnesses say may have contained a small child. As incredible as it may seem, authorities now theorize Paulina may not have only married Okasik, she may have actually had sex with him. Paulina Poritskova is 29 years old, 5 feet 10 inches tall, 115 pounds, with straight shoulder-length brown hair, blue eyes, and she is built like a brick house. Rick Okasik is 40 years old, 6 feet 3 inches tall, 97 pounds, and is usually described as that scary-looking mother who used to sing for the car. If you have any information about the whereabouts of either of these people, please contact the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department or call our toll-free number, 1-800-WHAT'S-THAT-ALL-ABOUT. <laughs> Next week, never-before-seen video footage of a UFO that appeared over Tulsa, Oklahoma in November of 1994. A glowing object that has the shape and markings of a double-wide mobile home. Could this be the mothership come to claim the rest of her lost squadron? Find out next week on another edition of Unsolvable Mysteries. John Boy and Billy. Morning Radio done right. Good morning, it's the Big Show on the radio. Hump do you hump day here Wednesday, November the 13th. Right, oh, God, yeah. All right, about 20 minutes. Catch up with uh, Randy Riddle. Operation Christmas Child Time. Hang on for that.
But there's always something exciting happening in dismal seepage, South Carolina. And as always, here to give us a lowdown is the mayor himself, the Honorable Merwin Q. Fiddleswoop. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, John Boy and Billy and all the Big Show gang and all your wonderful listeners. Well, the cooler weather has set in, and down here in dismal seepage, that's when folks really start their barbecuing. The air is thick with hickory and mesquite smoke, and every carnivore within a 30-mile radius starts drooling. And that's a perfect time to announce our very first annual Dismal Seepage LGBT BBQ Festival. No. Wait, wait, wait. What What in the world is an LGBT BBQ Festival? Thank you for asking, John Boy. <laughs> As we all know, people of the uh, alternative lifestyles are notoriously prolific in the culinary arts, and barbecue is no exception. So we decided to give them a special weekend to show off their skills. Well, why not just have a regular BBQ festival if the LGBTQ community wants to participate, and they will? Well, uh, we, we kind of have to do it this way. <laughs> well, so, so why? You're really going to drag this out of me. <laughs> well, it's kind of my fault. I I gave the green light to the straight out of brisket weekend. So, like a, a beef producers group? Well, now see, now that's what I thought. But I was I was right in the middle of putting together the Christmas festival and I didn't really vet straight out of brisket and well, it turns out it's a big uh Hetero-only cook-off. Oh, I, I see. And I mean, I mean really hetero. Mm. Not a lot of wiggle room, no pun intended. <laughs> so, not to mention the literature and the brochure seem to be uh, pretty uh, Caucasian exclusive. So what, like, like white nationalists? Nobody said white nationalists. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, white nationalists. Oh. It was a total PR disaster. So in an effort to restore our tarnished image and show the world that our little community of dismal seepage is welcoming of everyone, regardless of whatever weird crap they're into, we, we put together the very first dismal seepage LGBT BBQ festival. Ah, very smooth. Like homemade eggnog, Daddy-O. <laughs> I didn't know Dismal Seabage had a large LGBTQ community. Well, we don't really. Well, there's those two guys who live in the warehouse above the foundry. I'm, I'm not sure, but they have a chihuahua, so, you know, all signs point to yes. But, but that's really about it. So we're bussing a buttload of them in, no pun intended. We're hoping this weekend brings them all out of the closet and into the open and away from their Judy Garland movies and... Bet Midler CDs and take the chance to show off their skills at smoking meats. Uh, so what's happening this weekend? Inquiring minds want to know, John Boy. <laughs> the parade down Main Street will feature celebrity chef Gay Fietti. <laughs> and he'll also be preparing a rare delicacy, something called a, uh, a tree pig. So, so what is a tree pig? I don't know. As far as I can tell, it's just a really fat breed of squirrel that self-identify as swine. Weird. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the tip of the tenderloin, my friend. And ironically, this all tastes like chicken, so I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> We're going to have a big uh, Pretty in Pink competition. Our flamboyant gourmands will be trying for the perfectly pink center of a medium-cooked steak. All right, so uh, what's the LGBTQ tie-in on this one? 
All the cows are transgender. Yeah, excuse me? <laughs> Takes all kinds, John Boy. <laughs> you know, they say where there's smoke, there's fire, and we'll be prepared for any mishap with our special guest, Lisping Leroy, the human fire extinguisher. <laughs> I'm told he's a total teaser and a real crowd pleaser, uh, and, and we just found out that we'll have a Guinness record holder on hand this uh, for this show. Uh, Austria's Brock Wurst will be bringing the <laughs> world's largest smoked sausage. In fact, we've had the higher extra security. For a sausage? Uh, we're afraid everybody's going to want to touch it. So, no. but, but, Mr. Mayor, if, if you don't mind me saying, this all seems well kind of desperate, like you're, like you're trying too hard. Well, you know something, John Boy? Maybe it is. Maybe it's just <laughs> pandering. Maybe I've finally become just another politician. <laughs> but let me tell you something, my ball cap young friend. <laughs> you try doing what I have to do and have a gay family member breathing down the back of your neck about, do something for my people, Uncle Merwin. Get over your straight privilege. Ah, well, not that it matters, but is, is someone in your family gay? So come on down to the big <laughs> LGBT BBQ festival this weekend and get your cue on. Hey, maybe I'll send Carl the cook down. Is he gay? No. Well, then don't bother. I mean, they're kind of funny about that. <laughs> Not funny, ha-ha. Funny <laughs> right, okay. So long, everybody. Good morning. You got the big show on the radio. More chances for you to win coming up after your news, weather, and sports. Hey, yeah, this your old pal, Justin LeBlanc. When I'm not mooching some of that fine Jacques Daniel whiskey and a plate of right fine gumbo off my best friend, Woodrow Boudreaux, and that sassy sack of waffle, here's old Lisbon. I'm listening to those two wacky Cajun John Boy and Billy right there on that there big show. Hoo wee, they is funny, I guarantee. on the radio. Look at us humping through hump day. Appreciate you getting up with us this morning. Right, yeah, right after the bottom of the hour. A little over 30 minutes, Kathleen Madigan joins us. she got some shows coming up next Thursday in Chattanooga, next Friday in Knoxville. Uh, Tennessee listeners, got Kathleen, James Gregory. And moving around Georgia, next Friday, the 22nd, he'll be at the Opera House in Hawkinsville, Georgia. The next Saturday at the Williamston Town Hall Event Center in Williamston, South Carolina. Come on up over the line. And then December 12th and 13th, he will be at the Comedy Catch in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Well, follow James at funniestman.com. Not all about Kathleen here a little bit. Operation Christmas Child Time Man Randy Riddle with special guest in minutes and the easiest way for you to win a prize pack this morning, current events quiz. All right, all coming up. It's a big show. Rose on. Good morning, big shows on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to win the current events quiz. Take C, get a Carolina Skiff gift pack. Carolina Skiff, the number one saltwater fiberglass outboard powered boat in America. Go anywhere, do anything with a boat from Carolina Skiff. Hang on, we'll play in minutes. 
They all know it is Operation Christmas Child Time. Yeah, the U.S. Director of Operations, Randy Riddle, on the line with us. Always a special guest. And I was saying we have talked to this guest before, but let's, let's welcome Randy in here. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, guys. Happy week before National Collection Week <laughs> for Operation Christmas Child. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, buddy. That's right. <laughs> National Collection Week next week. All right, time to get on it. That's it. It's Wednesday before National Collection Week. That means Monday, 5,000 churches open their doors across the country to receive shoebox gifts from Big Show listeners. It's been more than 15 years that we've participated in this together, guys, and Big Show listeners always show up in a big way, and children around the world are grateful. Absolutely, buddy. Thank you for the opportunity uh, to reach kids, introduce them to the real reason for the season. Of course, every box uh, contains the gospel of Jesus Christ. And uh, and I know, uh, Randy, uh, I'm going to just jump in here because Isabella McMillan, I remember talking to Isabella uh, before. Now, now she was uh, in the communistic regime in Romania when she got her Operation Christmas Child box. Am I putting that together? That's it. Isabella, you're there? I sure am. It's so good to be back on the on the big show with you guys and, and just be able to celebrate what God is doing through Operation Christmas Child. That is awesome, Isabella. Good to hear your sweet little voice again. And uh, when we go back, uh, Isabella, oh, I got it here now. Now, you would actually, you and your brother, now back then when you were in communist Romania, uh, even attending church could have resulted in death. And, and and you guys, you had a Bible, and you secretly started attending church. Is is that right, Isabella? That is correct. When I was seven years old, my brother and I found by accident the hidden Bible in the floorboard of our house, and that is how we started learning about God in an environment where we were not even allowed to say the name of God out loud. And then when I was 11 years old, we were invited to start attending a little underground church, and that is where we started learning even more about who God is. And then later on, when I was 13, is when Operation Christmas Child burst into my life like a splash of color in that black and white world, and God became real to me and just came to life through that shoebox. Man, that is awesome. And, uh, and Isabella, I, I hear the past few weeks you have been, uh, you've been on the road. You're talking about taking the shoebox road show where you've been meeting and sharing your story and uh, getting everybody ready for National Collection Week next week. That's right. We have had a blast of just getting on the road. And for me, as a shoebox recipient myself, to be now on this end of the shoebox and be able to go out there and, and travel the country and just see the excitement of our shoebox packers. This is the heartbeat of our ministry. We have traveled all over the country, from Tennessee to Alabama to Louisiana to North Carolina, Wisconsin, and Boise, Idaho, and Wyoming, all over the place, and just seeing unique ways that people are packing shoeboxes, getting their community, their churches, shoebox packers excited about what Operation Christmas Child is really about, and that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, and that is that is so neat, Isabella, because you, I mean, they can see, you know, how much, how many you put together, whether it's hundreds or your church and uh, do thousands and a lot of, of course, we hear the testimonies about how God has moved just to, just to bring a whole bunch of people together, but just one little girl one shoebox, and that's you. You know, just just for them that's to see it. that just one shoebox make a difference of eternity in somebody's life. That is exactly right. And, you know, we have seen people who have come together, multi-generational, and just sitting down and making quality crafts 
for shoeboxes just so that the child feels that extra special love. And we have seen uh, older gentlemen just sitting down and making fishing poles and tackle for shoebox gifts, and, and the ladies sitting down making rag dolls. And then mm. in Pleasant Grove, Alabama, we were at a bake auction where six fried apple pies were auctioned off for $120. (laughs) And people came together and they raised $2,000 in over in just two hours. And it just blows my mind to see the excitement that people have to see the gospel moving forward through these shoeboxes. They grasp it and they understand that every shoebox is a gospel opportunity. And guys, isn't that just what the Lord can do, right? Just I don't want you to miss this part of this story. This Isabella, this little girl in Romania, hiding her Bible in the floor and attending a secret church and now living inside the United States and able to to visit church after church after church after church and promoting Operation Christmas Child and promoting the idea of sharing the gospel with more than 10 million children, 11 million children this year, using a shoebox gift as a platform for the gospel through Samaritan purse and the Operation Christmas Child Project. Yeah. And you're doing, are you doing, still doing the, the tracking number thing where you can find out exactly where your shoebox ended up, Randy? Absolutely. We, uh, if you go online to SamaritansPurse.org uh, slash OCC, and, and you can follow your shoebox. We're, we're going to give you a report after Christmas as to where your shoebox went. Uh, your, your shoebox is going to be donated to your local church or your local drop-off location. Uh, Samaritan's Purse will do, do the rest, but you're going to print out a little code, and uh, after Christmas you're going to learn exactly what country out of more than 100 uh, your shoebox traveled to. All right, so somebody listening, you're driving to work this morning saying, man, I I would like to do a shoebox. I would like to do one or two. Get your family together. You can go to Operation Christmas Child. We we got the link set up. You go to thebigshow.com. Take it right there. Everything you need to know to, to get it done in time for collection week next week. Everything to include in your shoebox, is there anything not to include in your shoebox? And where to drop off your shoebox? You can type in your zip code, find the closest drop-off locations to you. Guys, Big Show listeners show up every year in a very big way. We're counting on Big Show listeners again this year to reach uh, uh, more than 11 million children with the gospel this year through Operation Christmas Child. And if you can pack 100 boxes, great. But if you can only pack one, you know, God bless you, that could be the one. Yes, sir. Just one more Isabella. That could be just my story right there. There you go. That's it. Well, Isabella, thank you so much. A pleasure talking to you again. Uh, You uh, have a great Christmas. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. And Merry Christmas to you as well. Of course. Thank you, Isabella. Thank you, Randy. We will talk to you tomorrow, my boy. Merry Christmas, fellas. Thanks Merry for having Christmas. us on. You go to com, click on the Samaritan's Purse link, and it'll take you right there. All right, good stuff. All right, Billy, let's play this current events quiz here for the Carolina Skiff Give Back. What are we dealing with? Oh, McDonald's gave one South Carolina customer a whole lot more than he paid for. All right, 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll free line. Take C and win. Next. <laughs> Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, it's Big Show on the radio. We're going to do your Wednesday. And our video of the day, we got the best lawyer TV ad ever. See for yourself at thebigshow.com. Chance and Dave visit the website. Hey, right now, girl. Ready? Ready. Say hey to Heather from Tabernacle, New Jersey. Good morning, Heather. Good morning. How are you? Hey, hey we're good. good. Welcome. All right. Well, Heather, listen to Billy. I uh, hope uh, you Northerners test well. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go. A customer at a McDonald's in Hilton Head, South Carolina, ordered a sweet tea with extra lemon and got a lot more than he paid for. The cup had a little something extra in it, three small bags of marijuana. Whoa. The customer says the tea didn't taste any different, so he didn't know there was weed in the cup till he was already high as a kite. The man speculates that extra lemon might be some kind of street code name for marijuana. And he says despite the bonus fixings, he paid regular price for the tea. <laughs> McDonald's has so far declined to comment. Local police say the only unusual thing that's happened in the area lately is A, a break-in at a local business, B, a hold-up at a convenience store, or C, somebody at McDonald's sold a sweet tea with three bags of weed in it for regular price. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Heather. Well, it's a tough one, but I think I'm going to have to take... What? I'm going to have to pick... 
What? <laughs> You're dropping out. <laughs> Unless she's doing that on purpose. No. I'm going to pick C. Yeah. 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 That was a close one. That was close. All right, Heather, you got it, baby. We're sending you the prize pack up Tabernacle, New Jersey. Appreciate you listening to the big show. What? Can I get a shout out? Can Let's she get a shout out? out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try, try it out, Heather. Okay, I'm sorry. I have a bad connection, but I wanted to give a shout out to Jason, my boyfriend, and to my two daughters, Ashlyn and Bailey. Well, all, all right, right. Yeah, Heather, appreciate you, baby. You hang it, came through perfect. Ah, uh, Jack, uh, Jackie, hook you. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Bottom of the hour, time for the top of your news, right on the other side. A funny baby dog, Kathleen Madigan, joins us. Hang on. Good morning, it's Big Show on the radio, rolling through your Wednesday, November the 13th. And as promised, here she is, Kathleen Madigan. Her new national 8 o'clock happy hour tour is now on sale. Uh, stops across the country in 2020. And you got the Big Show cities kicking off next week, man, next Thursday, November 21st. She'll be at the Walker Theater in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And then next Friday at the Bijou Theater in Knoxville, Tennessee. And we got her on the line right now. Good morning, Kathleen. Good morning. How are you guys? Hey, man, we're doing good. Man, Billy and Aunt Pillar and Tater. And there's you, uh, St. Louis buddy Hanson here with us this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I guess the wave's yeah. out of the question. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so, Kathleen, what are you doing now? Where, where, I mean, where, where are you, like, like this moment? Uh, well, I just left a big, uh, drunken Irish wake in St. Louis, which was super fun. Uh, <laughs> we can really make death a good time. Um, <laughs> Do we say we're sorry or, like, rage well, on? Well, you know, we're upset and we're serious at mass, and then it's just game on. Like, okay. <laughs> but there's a lot of beer available uh, right. so, um, and so uh and i'm heading to louisiana and then all the tennessee shows so right. it's very exciting i got that yeah, let me ask you i don't know there's much about wakes do y'all like have the body in in the living room for a while <laughs> i'm not that old <laughs> I mean, no, we didn't. it's not like a horse and carriage them in the old days yeah, yeah. well uh, we still do have the open casket though which does freak uh 
some people out. And my thing is, here's my thing. Like, my aunt, okay, like, my, my grandpa died, open casket. And I pretty much looked like my grandpa. I was like, good job. Well, this time, this looks nothing like my aunt. But you can't go, hey, I need my money back. <laughs> <laughs> because they'll just blame it on the body. And who mm. the body can't argue, well, right. hey, man, I look better than this before you people got hold of me. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's... It's one of those things where you could su- totally suck at what you do, mm. and no one can ever prove that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, this is a bad makeup artist, and then I don't know who did what, and mm. why her face looks weird. It actually looks like one of my other aunts. <laughs> I'm like, wow, she looks like Pat Brennan. How is that possible? <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, of course, Kathleen, you've been all over the place. You was on a, sorry, the late show with Stephen Colbert. Saw you there in mm-hmm. September. And, uh, and recently, Jerry Seinfeld's uh, web series, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. I hadn't gotten to see that yet, but was was that fun? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I would have preferred Comedians on Clydesdale's Getting Bud Light, but Jerry's <laughs> not a drinker. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jerry's a coffee guy and a car guy, and um, yeah, it's fun. He likes to talk about work a lot, which is fine, and then he likes cars. And to show you how much I don't care about cars, I said, Jerry, you're talking to the wrong person. My current car is a 2007 Mercury Mariner, and I'm happy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not your lady. Yeah. I don't know anything about cars. I don't care about cars. Like it's, To me, it's just to get you to A to B, but... <laughs> That's like it, but that's why I don't like. I hang out with Lewis Black and Ron White because they like to golf and drink and gamble. And Jerry is, um, he he and Jay should live together, and that's all they can do is talk about cars. <laughs> I'm like, you missed your real life partner. Here he is, Jay Leno. You know, you watch that show. Fabulous life. <laughs> I assume you watch that show that that it's a it's kind of an all day process, and you it seems like to me you can tell how well the talking over coffee part went by how many times they just randomly get up and start walking around wherever area they're in. I know. And, you know, here's what's weird. Like, I forget that Jerry is, like, a kind of like a global star. You know what I mean? Like, Seinfeld is on all over the world. We we walked out of that place, and I'm like, what are all these people doing here? It doesn't even occur to me. Mm. It's because of him. (laughs) Oh, you're the problem. Okay, that's himself. Don't go get coffee with you if I don't want to ruckus. Oh, my God. He's like, uh, people flip out, you know? Mm. And we sat in that, we really did stay in that coffee shop for like three hours. And and it was fun and stuff, but it's always strange when there's people just kind of stare. You know, they're they're not staring at me. They're staring at him, but I happen to be with him. Mm. And I'm like, dude, if there weren't cameras on, I would ditch you. I mean, I have to stay because I agreed to do this. But it's weird. It's weird. But comfortably strange. And then he was like, well, why why are you take on, put your purse in the car? I said, first of all, at the time, this show was on the internet. I go, this isn't real TV. Let's start with that, Jerry. And I, I'm not getting my purse stolen on Santa Monica Boulevard because you think it looks tacky in a shot. I'm like, you're going to replace every Everything in it, <laughs> which includes my laptop, my passport, everything that means anything is in that purse. And he's like, "Why? Well, you just look ridiculous. We are on television." I'm like, "Not really. <laughs> no, <you're> not. <laughs> this is the internet. Very different." 
That is awesome. Uh, Kathleen Madigan, man, you got to see her national 8 o'clock happy hour tour on sale now. Uh, find out where she's going to be near you. And, and you got a, you got a Netflix thing too, right? Yeah, I have a, two specials on Netflix. Um, the last one is called Bothering Jesus. And mm. then, I, you know, I didn't even know you could do Do you know that Netflix still mails out DVDs? Yes, they do. There's really? a small number of people. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because somebody said, well, what about the, this one of my specials? Is that on there? I go, I don't know. Probably not. And then I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, my God, they'll mail it to you. I didn't know <laughs> who's still doing that. Wow. wow. You, you ought to tell Seinfeld about that. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> should really be on fake TV. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. All right. Next Thursday, November 21st, Walker Theater in Chattanooga. And Friday the 22nd, the Bijou Theater in Knoxville. Uh, Gadeline, you travel safe. Have a big time, baby. Thanks for taking time with us this morning. All right, boys. See you soon. Thank you. All right. right thank you. Okay. Cut. Kathleen Madigan. Uh, <laughs> uh, Good morning, it's Big Show on the radio. In about 20 minutes, sports briefs with our man Hanson. Right now, it is time for Oliver. Well, well, well. The spine-chilling horrors of Halloween are at last behind us. So I guess we don't have to worry about monsters for another year. Or do we? Because just when you thought it was safe to turn on the radio, a truly terrifying creature appears. A greater threat to mankind than Godzilla. A more profound assault on humanity than Jason or Michael Myers. A more diabolical nightmare than the person who invented Crocs. (laughs) And it's in our very midst. Prepare yourself for the ultimate in terror. I'm referring to the deep thinking John boy. (laughs) (laughs) Bwahaha. This blood curdling turn of events wasn't anything that any of us saw coming. Oh, we've had to deal with many versions of John boy over the years. The bout to snap John boy. (laughs) The I think I'm catching a cold John boy. The Blue dress, hands off, John Boy. (laughs) But never, ever a smart John Boy. (laughs) To be frank, he's never really shown any signs of being smart before. (laughs) Ever. For almost four decades, he's been, well, dumb. (laughs) Now, not finger in the electrical socket dumb, but kind of a lovable, well-meaning dumb. Goma Pile Dumb. (laughs) Grimace Dumb. I mean, I doubt Albert Einstein ever hollered, Ooh-ah, ooh-ah, (laughs) ooh-ah. Alfred Nobel is unlikely to have ever screamed, Where's my big bag? (laughs) And Pavlov probably didn't tell his assistant, You need to learn her box. 
<laughs> well, wait, maybe he did. <laughs> but suddenly, almost overnight, that dim bulb over John Boy's head lit up. It's like he took the yellow brick road to the Emerald City and told the wizard, I need one of them the brain thingies. <laughs> Damn that wizard. <clears throat> I recall when I first noticed it. I was standing in the lobby chatting with Barbara when John Boy appeared. I knew something was immediately up because he was holding his styrofoam coffee cup with his pinky extended. Uh-oh. He said... Did you know the hole in the ozone is smaller now than when it was first discovered? (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) We both just stared at him. Usually he says something like, When's the next vacation? Or, Are you going to eat that? But the look on his face was one of smug satisfaction. Like he successfully blamed another fart on Pearl. Little did we realize, it was merely the foreshadowing of things to come. All of a sudden, he was debunking the evidence in the Scott Peterson murder case. Well, maybe he wasn't guilty. We were stunned. I mean, could John Boy be right about something? He became an expert on everything from Russian collusion to biomecular science. And it is exhausting. (laughs) At that moment, life at the big show changed forever. Suddenly, people are avoiding him like he was selling Amway. (laughs) Oh, how bad can it be, you say? Well, someone actually, on purpose, started a conversation with Smarty Marty as a way to escape a lecture on the merits of the Electoral College. Bad enough for you? One unnamed staffer even went so far as locking themselves in the toilet, even after Andy behind the glass paid the rent on that high-fiber diet. P.S. It was Tata. The question that begs to be asked about all this is, how did this happen? Well, I have a theory. One weekend, John Boy was at the farm. He was riding that damn tractor again. And we all know that's where he does all his quote-unquote thinking. Now, it's likely that he pontificated on some subject to the Booga Branch boys, and they oohed and aahed and praised his brilliant insights. Now, keep in mind that the Booga Branch boys make... Bigfoot hunters appointment viewing and still think OJ is innocent, so we're not exactly talking about the Algonquin round table here. But that didn't matter to John Boy, oh no. These guys complimented him unprovoked. He didn't even have to tempt them with a Ziploc bag of leftover room temperature chicken wings. And that, that smidgen of praise was all the validation he needed. And so, the nightmare began. Now, one can never be sure why precisely he decided to change. I mean, he spent nearly four decades being the lovable half-wit hayseed, being comically incorrect and mispronouncing words. It's gold. Literally. It's made him wealthy beyond his wildest dreams. Billy was the smart one. I'm sorry, is the smart one. 
And that's what made all this work. That's the big show. Every Laurel needs a Hardy. Every Abbott needs a Costello. And if there are two smart ones, well, where can we go? All I can say is, come back, dumb John boy. Come back. And if he won't, well, Billy, can you say ooh-wah, ooh-wah, ooh-wah? <laughs> The pie is a circumference equal to the... that's what we're talking about. (laughs) Good morning. You got the big show on the radio. More chances for you to win coming up after your news, weather, and sports. I stand on the hill, but not for a thrill, for the breath of a fresh kill. And never mind the man who contemplates doing away with license plates. He stands alone anyhow. Baking the cookies of discontent <laughs> by the heat of the laundromat vent. <laughs> Leaving his soul. <laughs> and then, like in poetry, I go dot, 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 you know, kind of off center. <laughs> Leaving his soul. Parting the waters of the medulla oblongata <laughs> with John Boy and Billy on the big show. <laughs> you like that one, John Boy? Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, it's Big Show on the radio through your Wednesday. Right, man. First next week, we're going to have big time. We got Booger Branch, Carla Cook coming in. Boy, Doug and Hassel Cattle Company. We got our buzz and Happy Herd. Mountain Island Pickle Company. We got a big time. Then we will resume it on the radio on Tuesday. I'm just looking forward to that, man. And uh, your John Moore Millie Grilling Sauce, man. Y'all got a food line store near you? You got your MVP card? Well, use that bad boy. You save 50 cents on any one John Boy Billy Grilling Sauce or seasoning. Any flavor, any size, save a dollar on any two. All of our grilling sauces and our seasonings and rubs, your local food line stores. Check that out. The MVP card for the deals. All right. Hansen in his world of sports in minutes, and we team up for rousing rounds of wordy word. As a big show rolls on. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we'll play Wordy Words. Somebody would win a Mount Olive Pickle Prize Pack. Includes a Mount Olive hat, T-shirt, stainless tumbler, and munchies. Satisfy your pickle craving with munchies. A portable pickle in a pouch. When you're on the go, available at grocery stores near you. Mount Olive Pickle Company, making great products since 1926. At the corner of Cucumber and Vine. Hang on, we'll play in minutes. The coach, the scout, the professor, the CEO, he's our man, Maurice. Terry Hansen on the world of sports. Here's a guy you'd never want to see in shorts. He's got scoops on, who's got a contract, who's a good 
dude and who might be on crack. The show presents Sports Breeze. Rock. I got a story that involves basketball great Shaquille O'Neal. High school football games have long been the place for youth to meet and greet and socialize with their friends. But sometimes bad things happen even there. 12-year-old Isaiah Payton had gone to a scrimmage game between Carver and Mays High Schools in Atlanta, Georgia. An incident occurred there, and he, along with 15-year-old Damian Spear, were shot. The boys were not the targets, but were shot when two other young men were arguing, and one of them had a gun. Isaiah was shot through the spine, and as a result, he is now paralyzed from the chest down and requires a lot of long-term care. Isaiah and his mother and brother had been living in a one-bedroom apartment on an upper floor without accessibility for people with disabilities, and he couldn't be released from the hospital until they could move to the ground floor. The story caught the attention of Shaquille O'Neal, who advocates against gun violence. So he decided to do something. He said, it could have been any one of us. It could have been my son. It could have been your cousin. We're going to give Mama some furniture, TVs, and pay her rent off for a year and help her get on her feet. Also helping to get Isaiah a new home were two members of Papa John's Pizza Chain, the Atlanta Fire Department, and Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lane Bottoms. So good for Shaq, using his time, money, and influence to help Isaiah and his family. That could have been a hero, even. Well, finally, we've all seen or at least heard of the celebrations that occur after a team scores a touchdown. Well, sometimes these can be a bit dangerous. The referee at Marine Maritime Academy's homecoming football game found this out recently when a cannon was fired during the second half of the game. Yep, a cannon. And the ref was struck in the head. The cannon had been brought to the game by an alumnus, and it was fired from outside the fence. It's tradition for the main Maritime Academy to set off cannons after every score. The ref was walking along the end line of the, of the field when it was fired. He immediately grabbed his head and fell to the ground. Luckily, the cannon wasn't loaded with a cannonball. Usually, cannons at events are loaded with blank shells, but this one was loaded with black powder and some kind of a wad of something, and that's what hit him. The injuries to the ref were not life-threatening, but still, I'm sure it was painful. Not surprisingly, Marine Maritime Academy now decided that cannons will not be allowed on campus for future events. You think that's a good idea? Oh, my the sheriff's office is investigating the incident, and there may be criminal charges. Oh, and the Marine Maritime Academy lost that game to Massachusetts Maritime Academy by a score of 42-21. to 21. All right, Derek. Thank Weird. you, buddy. All right, well, let's get us a winner. Let's play Wordy Word until we do. 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll-free line. We'll get a couple contestants. Team up and play next. Good morning, it's Big Show on the radio, hump do you hump day. 
The video of the day, the best lawyer TV ad ever. Here you visit thebigshow.com. Check it out sometime today. No likes on the Facebook. We'll be taking a classic bit request off the wall in minutes. But right now, let's do it. I went everybody's head about the bird. They played a wordy word and a wordy word. Let's meet a contestant. We got Clint from Lexington, Tennessee. Good morning, Clint. Good morning, John Boy. Good morning. And we got Landry from Clinton, Mississippi. Good morning, Landry. Good morning, guys. Good morning. All right, boys, welcome. Landry, you're on team Tater and Terry. Clint on the John Boy and Billy side. We'll do two rounds, 30 seconds each. What would the most words win? You know what this work, boys? Well, so Landry, you relax, and me and Clint will go for round one. Uh, right, that's the plan. And you ready, Clint? I'm ready. All right, then. Let's see what we can do. Start the clock now. I'm cuckoo for blanky puffs. Oh. Coco. Yeah. All right. Uh, you got to blank a hole to put a screw in. Use the electric. Hold. Uh No, you you blank a hole. You, this is an electric, a power tool. Like a starter hole. There's a, yeah, starter hole. <laughs> an, oh, an, an electric. Drill. Yes. There you go. All right, rhymes with it. The doctor says take a. Peel. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what do we do? Put a three on the board. He's uh, not active in his workshop, it sounds like. <laughs> well, I use drills every day. I just could not. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, let's see what happens. Tater and Landry for their 30 seconds. You ready, Landry? Yes, sir. All right. And go. All right. You have this, your last blank and testament. Well, uh, rhymes with it. Uh, a blank saw. Uh, you have. Uh, you. You're really talented. You have blank. Um, Skill. Yes. Yeah. Uh, rhymes with it. Uh, you ride a roller coaster for the blank of it. Thrill. Uh, rhymes with it. Uh, a, uh, a a wind blank. A wind, oh. No, a wind blank. It rhymes with it. it Mill. Yes, sir. Mill. Uh, you pay your electric bill. Oh, oh, yeah, well, y'all had a little roll there. Yeah, Put a five gee. on the board. So, all right. All right, Landry five, Clint three, going into round two. All right, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Clint, you're up with Billy. Are you ready? I'm ready. Get him in your head. We're still rhyming. Ready, go. This is a type of pickle, a flavor of pickle. Deal. Yeah. There you go. A fish breathes through these on the side of his head. Deal. Yep. Uh, in the old days, they wrote with this. It's a feather that you write with, like a pen. Uh, oh, uh, like they wrote uh, the Declaration of Independence with this kind of pen. Uh, uh, the porcupine has these. It'll stick you. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Still rhymes. Uh, oh, God. Uh, 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 porcupine. Uh, porcupine. Where are you fine. Oh. <laughs> he didn't get it. All right, so Clint put a two and a three of five. So wow. So Landry and Hanson, uh-huh. if y'all get one, you win. Gotcha. It's tied up right now. All right, you ready, Landry? Yes, sir. Y'all pick it up on that last one. Go. R- rhymes with that last one. You write with it with a feather. Well, there you go. Mm. That's it. Yeah, take a name for the win. Yeah, that's what you I know. Glad we wanted to play. <laughs> I was done. <laughs> All right.
Uh, Clint, uh, Clint you, know, you remember Quill from now on. And, and you, you play, <laughs> I will remember Quill. Uh, Clint, we appreciate you, Clint. You try again in time, buddy. Appreciate y'all. All right, man. And Landry, your prize pack headed down to Clinton, Mississippi. You enjoy them Mount Olive munches and pickle in the pouches. You're going to like them bad boys for your victory. All right? Sounds delicious. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Good morning. Got the big show on the radio. Time for our classic bid request of the morning. We got off the wall here. Lee Sims from Whitmire, South Carolina. Lee puts on the wall, sure would like to hear President Obama's All She Wants to Do is Dance. That's a blast from the past. You got it, Lee. Coming up next. Good morning, the big show's on the radio. The classic bit this morning request from Lee Sims, Whitmire, South Carolina. Hey, he wants to hear this blast from the past. President Obama arrived in India today on the first stop of his Asian tour. The president accompanied by an official party of 3,000 people taking up all the rooms at the Taj Mahal Hotel. Asked about the cost of the trip to American taxpayers, sweaty White House Press Secretary Robert Gibbs said, Tea Party people are racists. Tonight, a special state dinner where the president is scheduled to reluctantly and awkwardly do the white guy dance at the insistence of the underdressed and slightly drunk First Lady. Major Hunk, Fox News, Mumbai. I flew on Air Force One with my darling wife, Michelle, and all she wants to do is dance. A trip to Southwest Asia, where it's got that funny smell. And all she wants to do is dance. A billion people walking around with dots on their heads. And all she wants to do is dance. All these tech support types who say their name is Fred. All she wants to do is dance. When we got to Mumbai, we saw the Taj Mahal. But all she wants to do is dance. Went back to the hotel for some presidential ball, and all she wants to do is, all she wants to do is dance. In skin-tight pants. In my book, that's not her look. She's got a mess on. She needs a dress on. But all she wants to do, all she wants to do is dance. So we're sitting at a table with a bunch of Hindu guys. All she wants to do is dance. She has a couple of cocktails. Surprise, surprise, surprise. All she wants to do is dance. She waves me to the dance floor. This is her big night. And all she wants to do is dance. I'm not much on dancing because half of me is white. But all she wants to do, all she wants to do is dance. I said, not a chance. 
And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in America, y'all give it up for the Hindu that make it do what it do. <laughs> India's number one hip-hop star, Snoop Slum Doggy Dog Millionaire. <laughs> What's up, bitches? <laughs> Mike check. One, two, three, yes, sell you into the D.O.G. I got my boy Barackin'. We got the shorties rockin'. Ladies, ladies, take a ride in a bulletproof Mercedes. Crank that beat. Let's get crunk. Bring the noise. Bring the fun. So I finally hit the dance floor for the white guy slide. Looked so doggone awkward. Wanted to run and hide. They said, don't come back here, Leadfoot. But if I ever do, I'll take dance lessons. Because all she wants to do is dance in skin-tight pants. Honey, can't you see? We're on TV. I'll be on YouTube like a complete boo. But all she wants to do, all she wants to do is dance. All she wants to do is dance. Is it time to go to Indonesia yet? Y'all get me out of here. Good morning, it's Big Show on the radio here a few more minutes. It's November the 13th. Having a birthday today. Say who you're sharing one with on the celebrity birthday list. Football's Vinny Testaverde is 56 years old. Yes, sir. Right there. Actor Steve Zahn is 51. Actor Gerard Butler is 50. NBA player Meta World Peace is 40. Y'all remember his name before he changed no. it to Meta World Peace? Is that Ron Artest? Maybe that's what it was. His name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he do that after he went into the stands in Detroit? Yeah, that's the guy. You're right there. <laughs> that, yeah. What can I do? So, so I jumped in and assaulted a fan. Uh, uh, I'm in favor for World Peace. Well, Huggy Bear is out. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, actress. They're still calling her actress. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh. It's 64. She's annoying. Oh, man. Well, she's on The View. I think it's kind of like a must. She was, you, you know her real name? Karen Johnson. So she just made up Whoopi Goldberg? Yes. They mm. called they called her Whoopi because she used to fart all the time is the story that oh, I Oh, that, that makes her even <laughs> more appealing. To me. I don't know where the Goldberg came from. <laughs> Oh, all right. No time for Whoopi there. Jimmy Kimmel is 52 years old. Mm-hmm. I've been doing Jimmy Kimmel's show. Oh, he's an accomplished bass clarinet player. Well, there was a there was a TV sh- uh, a TV commercial where they had pictures from the high school annual and they animated them and they were talking and stuff. And he was one of them, and it was like him. With a clarinet in his hand or something like that. Is that right? So yeah. it was a bass clarinet. He was, he was in the band, yeah. McCamel. All right, let me see. Actor Neil Flynn is 59. 
Oh, uh, the janitor on Scrubs. Yeah. Oh, and then he was the dad on what was the middle, the show with Patricia Heaton on ABC uh-huh. that ran for several years. All right. Big tall guy. Big tall guy. All right. Well, I guess that's about it. Money Coleman, 39. I don't know. Oh, high school musical flicks. Yeah, that explains what I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's going to get more interesting for <laughs> I you at that I don't point. Think so. There's no coming back from that. <laughs> And it was on this date in 1789, Benjamin Franklin wrote a letter to a friend in which he said the famous quote, in this world, nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. Yes. Oh, Benji. Back in the late 1700s, <laughs> had to figure it out there. Benji. <laughs> happy birthday to you. All right. We got time to get a better. Bitbox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits. 99 cents each. 15 for nine ninety nine. Buy them once. Play them anywhere. Find your faves at thebigshow.com. He understood me. Yeah. I know his barks. <laughs> Anytime is the perfect time for John Boy and Billy Southern Sweet Tea. Y'all stock up at Food Lion or your favorite store. See, these are the plugs. We make money off of these later. Take this seriously. Order JBB stuff by phone 800 471 stuff. Online services by animate.com. Hi, y'all. The rest of your Wednesday goes smoothly. We'll be back at it on tomorrow. Love you, man. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.